The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Let's get more on the latest jobs figures from the UK. As you mentioned, Stephen, joining us now is Chris Gray. He's the Managing Director of Manpower UK. Chris, it's still a tight labour market, but where are you seeing the biggest demand for workers? It is indeed a, a, a still a tight demark, uh, market at the moment. Um, our biggest demand, uh, the, the demand that we're seeing for um, workers is greatest in the, the following ve- uh, verticals, banking, finance, insurance and real estate, IT, uh, manufacturing even. So those are the verticals that were showing greatest demand in our last outlook survey. The next one comes out at the beginning of September, which will look at demands uh, from these verticals for Q4. Um, Chris, I'm, I'm curious, when, when you look at these the, this data, are, is, does this represent what you're seeing in the market as well, that vacancies are falling? Are you seeing signs of things cooling as well? Uh, I would liken it to um, driving a car. The last few months, we've been traveling along at top gear with the foot on the accelerator. And I would say that employers are taking their foot off the accelerator uh, and it's just hovering on the accelerator, but it's not on the brake. So we still got a very strong demand. Vacancies are still pretty high, even though they dropped at uh, around about just below 1.3 million. Normally, we bounce around at about 800,000 vacancies in the UK. So relatively speaking, it's still very strong demand. But we've got some momentum in the market. Um, uh, people are a bit cautious at this moment in time, but demand is still high. I'd love to get your perspective on the strikes that are going on because we've seen real regular pay fall by a record 3% in this data. But at the same time, you're seeing tightness coming out of the labour market. So it seems on the one hand that the workers' bargaining power is falling, but on the other hand, how can employers ignore that inflation's eating into wage growth? Where, where will it land? Uh, it's a real tricky conundrum that we have because... Uh, for those businesses which are much closer to the consumer, um, it's m- more difficult to pass on those costs, especially if you're in a tight margin sector. But for those businesses which are maybe business to business focused and or delivering professional services, they've got a bit more headspace to um, navigate some of the margin challenge and pay higher wages. Um, so, of course, in the public sector, you've got similar challenges for the first category of 
businesses that I talk about, um, but it's really difficult to see where it's going to land. I think employers are trying to be as creative as possible, offering non-wage benefits such as greater flexibility. We're even hearing about uncapped holidays. So if you're actually um, delivering the targets that you're meant to be delivering, uh, employers are saying, look, you can take some extra days off. So that's a different way of offering a benefit without incurring greater costs, even though you might actually impact some productivity. And so are employers more likely to give bonuses to help workers get through the cost of living crisis rather than big pay bumps on their regular pay? Yeah, the the one-off costs such as bonuses or indeed actually contributions one-off just for the next six months uh, are good uh, because they aren't locked into the long-term pay. Obviously, if you increase pay, then it's going to carry on for the coming years for as long as that individual stays with you. So those one-off approaches are much more manageable than some of the more long-term pay increases that have really been rife in the market for the last 12 months. When you talk about employers slowing hiring, do you get the impression that they are taking a step back because of the broader economic environment and perhaps they're worried about where things might be in six months or a year's time? Um, there's definitely caution. Um, so there's still some catch up for certain industries on vacancies that have been vacant or not un- unfilled in the last six months. Um, where um, employers are a bit uncertain looking forward, they are saying, look, actually, let's not recruit any more new heads. Let's try and get greater productivity out of the heads that we've got at the moment. So it's a mixed bag depending on your business and the way you're looking at the uh, the future as well as obviously what you're going to catch up with the past. So it's um, it varies from sector to sector. But there's definitely what we're seeing is a shift maybe from growth to productivity, um, maybe productivity to survive and sustain, but also there's an ongoing productivity focus on how to sustain or continue growing. The recent uh, survey of CFOs by Deloitte showed that um, they were that the, a lot of the, the CFOs there are actually demonstrating some ongoing risk appetite to invest uh, in the medium term in skills and digital in particular. And just in our last minute here, we know that the skills mismatch is a huge reason why people who are unemployed aren't just going straight into all the job vacancies that we've got. Are the two candidates to be the next Prime Minister offering enough on skills? We would work with whoever's in in the administration, and we've demonstrated that across the last, um, however long we've been in the UK. Um, So we we would work with either uh, either candidate uh, in regards to how we actually work with skills. But the most important thing is we tackle... Um, the immigration challenge um, and make sure we're still tapping into skills outside the UK as well as investing in skills in the UK. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.